As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Off track with Hinch and Ross. Well, hello and welcome, guys, to post Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever Christmas. Yes, this is we're recording on what we call Boxing Day up in Canada. Uh, Alex should know something about that now, being half Canadian. Mm, mostly because I lived in England for a substantial amount of time. Oh, yeah, that's true. That counts. So, was this the first day of Christmas or the second day of Christmas? How does that work? No, this no, there's just their, one day of Christmas. version of Black Friday. No, I mean with the song, with the 12 days of Christmas, that's like, that's supposed to be after Christmas, but I don't know if day one is Christmas itself or day one is the day after Christmas. Oh, that's a, no, day one's got to be Christmas itself or it'd be the day before Christmas even. I don't think so. No. I'll look it up. You guys talk. I won't listen anyway, so I'll just look that up. Yeah, you never have. You never will. Um, well, guys, I think it's uh, only appropriate we pick up where we left off because I do have a bit of an update for everyone. Uh, our last show, I was still out in Colorado. Um, we were getting treatment for our boy Weller. Um, and it was a weird it was a weird trip for a lot of different reasons in a lot of different ways. It was originally just supposed to be a four-day trip and we were going to go out there, get his treatment, come back, and then head up to Canada early and, and spend a bit more time up north for the holidays. But then we had a series of complications, some with him, some with the machine that was giving him his treatment. Uh, unfortunately, so our four-day trip ended up being a 10-day trip. So that kind of threw some plans a little bit for a loop. But, you know, you make do. And uh, we had to move from a hotel to the Airbnb in the cabin that we were at last time, which was actually really nice. We you know, had the weekend just kind of hanging out on the mountain and, and snowed. And it was kind of pretty and kind of peaceful. Um, he was supposed to have his last treatment on Monday. We were going to leave Tuesday. The machine broke on Monday. So we had to go back Tuesday morning and we decided to start the drive back to Indy on Tuesday, just kind of see how far we could get 16 hour drive. So we figured we'd get nine, 10 hours in whatever, um, about 10 hours into the trip. It's 11 o'clock at night, just after 11 middle of nowhere, Missouri, 30 miles from the closest town. And we smoke a deer. So thing jumped out of nowhere uh totaled the car everybody was fine alex have you ever hit a deer the deer wasn't i'm just gonna assume um i have hit a deer it is a surprisingly large impact so what what i found fascinating was like the noise was monumental like it made a racket but like it i didn't it wasn't like a big deceleration because like you're on the brakes right so you're slowing down but like the noise was wild but the damage was phenomenal so like yes I didn't the car slow absorbs it. Yeah. So I had I had a deceleration moment. Ah, okay. You were still on the gas. I was when it jumped out from behind trees Got on it. my way up to go skiing. He was actually hunting. In my, 
in my in my Chevy Silverado, and my Chevy Silverado did not run afterwards. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Well, my Honda Pilot absorbed all the impact because I barely felt anything, but the car less so. Uh, so thank you, Honda, for doing the did, job. Did the deer feel anything? You think? So the deer wasn't feeling great. Hmm. Um, fast forward, venison for Christmas dinner was phenomenal. Yeah, it yeah. was really actually quite a nice change. Um, so yeah, so now we're we're stranded on the side of a, a road in the middle of nowhere. It's 1130. We've got two dogs in the car, all of our luggage, one of them sick. You know, it's pretty startling event, whatever. Cops come, tow truck comes. We got to find a hotel that can take us with the dogs. The tow truck driver drops us off in the morning, or then you know, call insurance, do all that crap. Wait, why do you have to call the cops in that scenario? Because AAA does not operate in the area that I was in, and they told me to call nine one one. So nine one one, you know, so I, I, an officer came and he called the like Ray, the local truck driver. Who of course it's Ray. Of course it's Ray, and he was a legend. And he yeah. was like, "Yeah, you're the third one I've picked up tonight for a deer." So clearly a, a risky stretch during hunting season. Mm. Um, the irony was I've now got more deer kills than uh, Bobby. our friend Bobby, <laughs> who who hunts religiously up in a yeah. blind at five o'clock in the morning in negative yeah. you know degree temperatures. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so then in the morning I gotta find a rental car. I gotta go get the rental car. Then I go get Becky and the dogs. Then we go to the tow yard to empty the car out of all of our stuff that was in it because it was our car, and now we weren't gonna see it for X number of days. So we finished the drive home. What and- is the just before you get to the next big part? Um, what is the what is the process there? Does it get fixed there, and then someone drives it out to you in Indy? Does it get so that's a, a, that's a great question. What happens? This is a great question. So I had uh, a couple back and forth with the insurance guy, and he was trying to determine what the better route was: get it fixed in Missouri and then ship it out to Indy, mm-hmm. or ship it, you know, flatbed it to a dealership close to me and then get it fixed there. Um, and again, this all kind of happened right before the holidays, and then this next part happened. So I haven't actually. I don't actually know where my car is. Okay. TBD. Next episode. TBD. Next episode, we'll have an update on where is the pilot. Before we get too heavy, because I know where this is going, the first day of the 12 days of Christmas is Christmas. Oh, wow. So we're so we're in two turtle Second. doves right now. Oh. By the time this episode drops, we'll be at four. What's four? Partridges mm. in a pear tree. Four maids and milking. Four maids and milking. Sounds right. We did an escape room that included this, and we didn't know it then either. <laughs> and it's five geese a lane? No, five gold rings. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's, right. that's right. Yeah. Five gold rings. Four lords. Oh, Larry chimes in. Four lords. Four lords leaping. Yeah, lords I think it's six geese laying. Seven maids. Where's the milking. maids of milking? I think it's seven maids of milking. Okay. Eight pipers. Pipe. I don't know. I don't even know what they are. All twelve of them. So anyway, so we finally get home. You know, like a week late and whatever. And um, is that cough syrup, Tim? For your. I have a cold. I'm not a. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, those two things are not mutually exclusive. Mm. Um, Seems like it'll help you get better. So we get home and I'll sort of fast forward over the next couple of days and summarize it quickly uh, to make it easier on me, <laughs> to be totally fair. But the treatment didn't have the effect we were hoping for for Weller. And over the next few days, he sort of got progressively worse 
and it became clear to us after another vet visit here in Indy um, that we were going to have to make that painful call that no pet parent wants to make, you know. Um, and so on Friday, we had booked um, an in-home program to come on Monday. And it was very sad, obviously, having to kind of reach that point and accept that fact and that fate. But, um, you know, you want to do it for them and make sure that they're not in pain and, and all the rest of it. And we had a really nice day on Friday with them laying out in the backyard. It was a beautiful day. And then Friday night, we're laying in bed and you can tell he's just getting worse by the hour. And we're like, we can't wait till Monday. Like, that's not fair to him. This is going to be terrible. So at 10 o'clock at night, we try to call the company that we had booked. It's called Lap of Love. That was recommended from our friend, Brian, friends, Brian and Katie Simpson. And who just recently had to put their dog down. And uh, they were like, totally understand. Amazingly, they're open at 10 o'clock at night on Friday. And they're like, we totally understand. We've got nothing available for Saturday, but we can do something on Sunday morning. I, don't know, I thought, okay, well, as soon as you can get here, let's just do that. Let's book that because we can't make this guy wait till Monday. And we started kind of panicking and I started calling other places. I was sending emails, text messages, phone calls to anywhere that I could find a number for in Indianapolis to try to find something. I got a call back from this one guy and he was like, I had him on speakerphone and he was like, yeah, I saw your, yeah, I think I'd emailed his website or something. He's like, yeah, I saw your email. Um, we could definitely do it tomorrow. Um, probably like 9 a.m. or 1230. Uh, you know, I'm doing lunch with my father-in-law, my doing breakfast with my father-in-law. So I'll either swing by before or just after we'll take care of this and should be good to go. And I was sitting there staring at the phone and I was staring at Becky. I'm like, this guy's a like, this was not at all the kind of tone or you yeah, know, it's not energy. a swing by situation, bro. I was like, so offended. Becky and I was looking at each other horrified, but then we're looking at Weller and we're like, it's not about us, but like, this guy sucks. So I was like, yeah, I guess, man, we'll come by at noon, come by at 1230, I guess. So hang up and we're both sitting there. We're like, this is awful. This is not at all what we wanted. This is this, this guy gives us such a bad vibe, but again, it's not about us. So we're kind of just dealing with it. And then five minutes later, like no exaggeration, my phone rings, the original company called and said, Hey, we had a cancellation, which I imagine happens all the time. We can be there at one o'clock tomorrow. And I was like, perfect. So I text back this other guy I said, Hey man, long story. We'd had another service booked. They didn't have any availability tomorrow. They just had a cancellation. Thanks for reaching out, but we're good. We don't need any, any help. And now we felt great about the fact that that guy was out of the picture and this other company was back in. So, you know, we get through the night and we're having a, a beautiful morning with him and just feeding him all things that he's either never had, or we know he loves. He had steak and he had, you know, I went out and got him a, a filet mignon for dinner on Friday. And I got some maple, maple bourbon smoked bacon and he had bacon wrap filet for dinner. And then we got him a cheeseburger and fries for a bacon cheeseburger and fries for lunch on Saturday. So that was, so he had leftover steak for breakfast and he had that for lunch. And I, I get a text message at 1218 from this other vet from the night before saying, wow, glad I read this was just about to leave. And I'm looking at him like, I, I messed, I called, I, I checked the call logs. I called you nine minutes after we got off the phone and I had texted you, sorry, I texted you nine minutes after we got off the phone and that was 13 hours ago. 
and you're telling me you just looked at your phone and you're a vet? You're a human? And I don't know. It was really weird. Anyway, that guy sucked. I'm not going to call the company, but actually I might. I don't know what I was off offhand, but I'll leave a very stern Yelp review. Anyway. Just quote tweet it with the name right. when we, if we send this out. Right. So anyway, so we... God, you know, can you imagine if this was our promo video for this week, by the way? Just like <laughs> the saddest... Sorry. This is why I wanted to start with this part so we can move on. <laughs> we can end on a happier note. But um, yes, yeah, so uh, so the doctor showed up and you know, we had a very beautiful moment with him and said goodbye. Sorry. And uh, sad times. Yeah, it's yeah, man. Like I was not at all involved in any of it, but getting updates, and I was ill inside. So yeah, it's tough, man. It sucks, and I know, like, I know you get it. Dog people, pet people get it. It's just the worst, and um, you know, it's never good at any age. It sucks when he was so young, but we try to focus on the time we had with him and not, uh, and not the other stuff. So, um, I want to say thank you to everybody that reached out. Cause a lot of people reached out, you know, during his treatments and while he was sick and, and certainly after, you know, we made the announcement that he passed, um, greatly appreciated and big thanks to everybody out at, at CSU and the Flynn cancer center and, Colorado and one cure. And we've had a lot of people write in and say that they made donations to one cure, you know, in honor Weller, which is super sweet. And, you know, can't thank you guys enough for that. Um, cause it really is an incredible organization and, um, they took such good care of him and such good care of us, uh, throughout the whole thing. So that was, um, yeah, that was our lead up into the holidays. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Well, it was such a good dog. I mean, yeah. He was a, he was a legend, man. He was really cool. Uh, loved you guys, loved everybody. He was just one of those kind of dogs, you know. He's a sweet, sweet boy. But yes, then we go up to Canada for holidays and had a lovely Christmas. Got to see the family bunch. Got to spend a lot of time with my niece, which was really nice. Uh, I don't get to see her a ton, uh, but we got I got to babysit a little bit, which was kind of fun. Uh, man, kids are like a it's a lot of work looking after them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you would know about it, Tim, but. Alex, just, you know. I locked her outside so I could record. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's uh, of that age. She probably was, like, pretty happy about it. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to. You're, you're going to get – you're getting really close to the age where you're not going to be cool to her anymore. Man, like, I know. that rebellious Man. teenage phase and, like, parents are going to suck and dad's going to suck. That, I always think about that with the holidays. It's like, okay, is this the last one that's going to be, like, where, where it's fun? <laughs> 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 Is this is, is uh, next year when it sucks? Okay, got it. Huh. So, Alex, what was uh, how was your Christmas week? Well, <clears throat> I was uh, I was supposed to go to California um, to see kind of mom's side of the family, grandma, aunts, uncles, that whole that whole shebang. Hadn't been out west in in a while. Um, and unfortunately, I guess COVID's still a thing. Mm. So still out, that, still out there. Um, so that got canceled, um, which meant that I stayed at home with Kelly and we did Christmas at home. Also so with you, Tim. It's going to say, so you had like an impromptu, quiet, just the two of you plus Tim Christmas. Plus Tim. Plus Tim plus Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. 
Right. <clears throat> and the Friday before Christmas. So Christmas yeah, well, we had to do a, a Christmas theme escape room, and we weren't sure that it was going to be open on Christmas Eve. Which is true, and we got out. Um, which keeps Kelly's streak of escape room success to like extends it to like nine. Like, and also, um, I got I got Alex and Kelly a cocktail maker, so we had to extensively test it. Right, just to make sure. It, <laughs> I did see it the worked. pictures. Yeah. So, so is, that, is that the kind that comes with like the pods? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't come with them. You have to go source well, them. Yes. So we, we drove around town to Walmart to, to find them. And but you provide you provide your own alcohol in these like it's a Keurig, okay. but instead yeah. of water, it's booze, and instead of a coffee pot, it's an old fashioned mix of right. Yeah. So yeah, for Christmas, Alex got me a little uh, flameless, smokeless fire pit and a hangover. um i feel like you were sort of in charge of how many of those you were pouring though pal so i'm not sure well we had to try them all all. how many were there yeah what what were the drinks old-fashioned i think i think they make 12 different ones okay yeah well it was like espresso martini lemon drop cosmopolitan espresso uh, martini yeah uh old-fashioned uh gin and tonic no, because no, this is like, you, need, you, yeah, you don't yeah, need a machine like, for that. And, yeah. and nothing says, and nothing gets you quite in the Christmas spirit, like accidentally drunk FaceTiming Michael Andretti. I don't think it was an accident, bud. Well, well, <laughs> I think drunk you was probably pretty intentionally doing that. Michael doesn't, doesn't give me his number. <laughs> First of all, we didn't FaceTime Michael. We FaceTimed Marco, which then became Marissa. And Michael was there. It's their father. Um, But what we called to ask about was whether or not. We got to cut that. (laughs) Why? I really don't want to know why you wanted to know that, bud. We needed to know and we figured they would know. It's a weird thing to think that they would know just because they were on the show once. That's not necessarily how that works. Believe it or not, believe it or not, Michael said he didn't know. Yeah, not not a huge. Not I don't know that I believe it. But. We gotta call Mario next. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, uh, what else did we do? We we started a puzzle. Didn't finish it. Kelly spilled some water people. on it. And then we lost interest. Um, what What was the best cocktail? Hold on, we never got got to answer that question. The old fashioned was pretty solid. I think the best one was. The whiskey sour or the amaretto sour? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. All right. The the other ones, I mean, the the old fashioned Tim, you were pretty. I think you were three real martinis deep at that point. True. We did we did space out the <laughs> Keurig cocktails with Kelly making martinis. Yeah, you need to space them out like over days. Like you needed yeah, to do well, that over four days, like three different. I cocktails knew. I knew the night. realistic time that i had to hang out with those two because after like six cocktails alex like i'm coming for christmas we're coming we're gonna be there and kelly's like we, we'll try i was like we're gonna be there for sure 100 percent, we're going he was nowhere to be seen never was gonna show us not at any point was he coming on christmas. <laughs> yeah i think i knew that then we did the we did the proper you know christmas tradition i ordered entirely too much chinese food at alex's mm-hmm. house it was great we had a, it was a good christmas eve yeah, say that's that's like a big Christmas Eve thing, right? It's just well, that wasn't dinner. Tim was just hungry. We actually oh, made that was just... like we made a real dinner with like pork tenderloin and stuff. Oh, nice. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. James, bit of a bone to pick with you. Brilliant. You... You, you had a great idea. You said, hey, I want to get this for Hazel for her Christmas gift. Yes. You sent me this cool projector for her room. You said, order it on Amazon. Send me the receipt. I will send you the money back mm. for, for what it cost. Mm. All of those steps were complete except one. <laughs> Which one? You sending the me last the money one. <laughs> So basically, you just ensured that I bought her another gift. Hold on, hold on. I do remember you sending me. I do remember you sending me. What I love is that you waited until an episode. Oh, yeah. I was going witnesses. to text you at various points, and I thought it'd be funnier to bring it up on off track. I'm, well, the, well, the other thing that I screwed up. No. Oh, wait. There's an. Wait. How long ago did we have this conversation? Oh, wow. Oh, a while ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. It's coming in right now. So, um, you need, yeah. Oh, oh, no, no. Got to put a decimal place in there. Nope. No, you don't. Okay. So, that is now sent. Okay. Now, did Hazel like the gift I got her? Oh, yeah, no. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I put, I said from Uncle Cupcake. And so you know. the the other bone that you have to pick with me is that because of I had some stuff going on right before Christmas, so I, I didn't actually get around to ordering your present. I'm good with that. That's fine. That no, no, no. I still I still want to get it for you. I just I <laughs> apologize that it did not because I asked you for you know your. Do your I need to have a daughter in order to get a present or? Um, no, you can. Well, here's the thing. This was one of those things. And oh, you know what? I feel like you you weren't. This was maybe on a Tuesday show we talked about this, which, you know, you just stopped showing up for. Um, so, so. It's all right. We stopped doing them, too. We, we were just, <laughs> do it this week. We were just talking about, oh, that's true. Well, we, we, but we did it last week, so we've only missed one of each. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. And so, it was Christmas. Nobody it was Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Everybody, no one's listening to the podcast right now. Um, but no, we were talking about how, like, I feel like you, me, Tim, Marco, we kind of have this thing where, like, 
a lot of times we'll just see something like, oh, I sh- I'm going to get that for that guy. And it could just be like in April. And like, it's not, yeah. a, it's not, it's like we sometimes miss birthdays, but just random times yes. we'll buy each other stuff. For sure. Um, so this was like one of those things. I saw this when I was traveling and I was like, I'm just going to get that for Tim. And then it just happened to be close to the Christmas season. So I was like, maybe I'll just get it to him, get it to him for Christmas. And then, yeah, I, I was trying to time that out. And then, you know, life got away. But you know what? You That's okay, pay. James. That's yeah. okay. Um, what you can do, what I'll take as a Christmas gift is, mm-hmm. um, the bourbon you owe me like that. that that's fine. I'll just the Buffalo trace. Yeah. Okay. I, are you sure you don't? Yeah, that's fine. Huh? <laughs> we got lots. So, um, um yes. All right. So let's talk about, um, <clears throat> so everyone had a, a family Christmas. That's what it's supposed to be about. <laughs> What I'm like, was, I like how we just talked about Tim's Christmas with you and not his actual family. Yeah, no, I wouldn't pick up Hazel for Christmas on the day. I'm yeah, yeah, no, like Christmas with day, her and yes, my family, yes. my nieces and nephews. Um, what was everyone's favorite thing that they received? Do we talk about that? Is that worth not. mentioning? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the Christmas isn't about the gifts, but like it's not. I got uh, my favorite thing I received. Um, <clears throat> Was a Orient Express Lego. Oh no way! Damn it, that is better than what I got you. Dude, no, is- no, that's way better. That's I like. I've I know exactly the Lego you're talking about because I've just been like, man, if that was like two hundred dollars cheaper, I would get that for me. <laughs> I, I really, when I opened it, I really was hoping it was like Orient Express tickets. Yeah, that's why I thought well. you were going with that. I'm yeah, like, oh yeah, my yeah. god. Yeah. No. When are we going? But like, still. <laughs> I'm I your can plus dream. One. Yeah. You can off track a corporate event on the Orient Express. <laughs> I mean, no, because I'm the one that gets murdered in that scenario. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> you were the first to go. Um, it's funny. So, because our friend Bob, he posted in the group chat that he got like a Concord, like Concord yeah, Jet Lego. Not that interesting to me. So, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do a bit of a spoiler here just so that he doesn't think that I came up with this after the fact. The gift that I want to get Tim is actually a Lego. Yeah, 100%. But, I'm, but I I won't yeah. I'm not going to ruin which one it is. But I saw it and was like this is just this Tim has to have this. It's just so It's got to be something space moon landing related. It's well, good guess, but it's not. But stop yeah. guessing because I don't want you to get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um okay, so you got the Orient Express. Have you started it? Oh yeah. Okay. Have you finished it? No. Who got it for you? And when are you back so I can help a little bit? I think I get back an hour after your flight takes off. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not true. You don't know where my flight takes off. When did your flight take off? Yeah, 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 it's an hour before that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were coming back before you went to Michigan. Yeah, I leave on the second. Perfect. I'll be there the first. No, you don't. Yeah. I thought you left on the first. No. Yeah, I'm back midday on the first, and I really want to watch this Michigan. Uh, uh, who are they playing? Um, All right, hang on one sec, Larry. You're watching Hazel on the first. I got important things <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> Wait, it's the football game, I assume. College football game. Uh, yeah, it's the college football game. It's Michigan, Alabama. It's the Rose Bowl. Are you going to Michigan? No. Well, oh. yes, but not for that. <clears throat> I'm going to Michigan because a friend of a friend is giving us their cabin. Okay. But I will be coming back from Michigan to watch Michigan play a game in Indianapolis on my television. Sorry. Okay. So you're going from Colorado to Michigan 
Michigan to Indy in time to watch Michigan play in Michigan. Correct. Got it. Play in California, actually. Oh, so Cal. Okay, so Michigan is playing Alabama in California. Right. It's the Rose Bowl. Oh, I've heard of that one. That's a big right. one. So it's probably the biggest. Al- Alabama usually wins that one, if memory serves. Alabama I mean, has won it more than anybody but else. Mich- Michigan is uh, undefeated this year. They have not lost. Are game, they really? So they are kind of the ones, I would think. All right. I see. That's the kind of game I'm willing to watch because I like history being made. So whether it's the team's perfect season getting boned or whether it's uh, them pulling off well, the perfect season, then – and what's pretty cool is Alabama um, has only lost one. So it's a 13 and 0 team versus a 12 and 1 team. So it's going to be a hell, hell of a game. Heck of a, heck of a match. Heck of a, heck of a, heck of a battle. <laughs> whoever uh, scores, whoever gets the ball in the end zone or through the uprights the most is probably going to win. I would put money on that. Yep. Yeah. I'm I mean, not you're a big... just discounting the possibility of a safety heavy game, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of a safety-heavy game. <laughs> I've heard of a safety in the game, but that's usually where it stops. Uh, All right, enough about not racing stuff. You guys yeah. have a race in like a yeah. month, right? Favorite, favorite gifts, James. Oh, right. oh so, so um, most practical, I got some new luggage. Like my suitcases have been, they've taken a beating over the last five years or whatever. Well, and you're so 136 flights. Something like that. And so that helps. And then I got some really cool books. Uh, my brother got me a couple of really good books. And I love a good book over New Year's, like over mm-hmm. holidays, like time mm-hmm. off. So, um, yeah, those are probably things that I enjoyed the most. Timothy? Tim, your favorite gift was what? My Bartesian? Uh, greatest Dad Ever mug. <laughs> uh, this one took the cake. It's got a heart on the back. Oh. So I think uh, it's official. I, I believe there was a, there was a vote. Congratulations. Good for you. Um, I do. This is something super random, but like I've driven a lot of miles in the last six Mm. weeks, last few months. And something like this is basically a grinds my gears. And I'd like to hear you guys' opinions on this before we get into anything racing, if there is anything racing. And there is. But um, what is the deal? I want to meet the civil planner. Okay, that decided it's totally acceptable for at an intersection, turning left is one name street and turning right is another name street. Yeah, it should be the same name. That happens at 16th, right? Uh, Keystone becomes something else. I might be thinking of a different one. And then it also happens where on there's, a couple, there's a couple squiggly right. roads where I or guess no, it kind of makes sense. Kessler, not Keystone, sorry. You're on Kessler, yeah. But I, I'm not even talking about Indianapolis. This is just in driving that I've done. And I've just noticed it way, like, on a 90-degree normal, just four-stop light intersection. I'm like trying to find a street name. I'm like, oh, that's not it. And then I, as I'm driving through the intersection, I catch the other street sign. It's like, is it, so, why does it is have, it? Does it yeah. have something to do with districts? I have no idea, but like enough streets like go to different I, districts. Well, if it's named after somebody, like you're like, oh, no. yeah, we're going to name it from here to here after this person. Well, no, That's I don't dumb. know. That you shouldn't fact. do that. No, because like, I think it's it's truly something about. So like, let's say District 13, right, mm-hmm. has a Sycamore Road, right, mm-hmm. and then District 19, which is newer, okay, mm-hmm. has a Sycamore Road. It's got to end. This sounds maybe like not. Mean. Explanation. No, no, no. I, 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 not, I get what I'm you're hypothesizing. saying. Like, I have no yeah, idea. I, I'm I just wondering if saying. it has something to do with it's not county lines, right? But is it the next step in 
Does it have something to do with that? If there's anyone that has experience naming roads, if you could write in and let us know why you allow this blasphemous behavior to happen and confuse motorists countrywide, I would really appreciate it because that one, that one, that one bugged me. That one bugged me a couple times in the last. Does few my years. do my uh, do my hundreds so of hours in SimCity 2000 in elementary school count? Yes. Do you want to know what's cool? This thing okay. called Google. <clears throat> It's often a matter of two separate, distinct roads that at some point in time, years after they were built or paved, were extended to meet and eventually connect. So they are two separate roads, and they never joined. They used to be dead ends. And then there was an intersection built because subdivisions or strip malls or whatever were built. And so then they paved a quarter mile to yeah. connect. No, it. I get it. So get then it. that makes It just sense. seems, yeah. Okay. It's like the, that's like the Robert Frost poem he left in the draft folder. Two roads to have met at an intersection. No, that joke's funny to me. One person's going to laugh. Stop saying stuff, dude. Okay. I, I get that. I, I just, it just, I don't know. I've come across it too many times in the last couple months for me to think that that's always what's happening. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Whatever. All right. Well, in the last nine minutes, should we talk about the fact that you guys have actual racing coming up now? I so mean, not have, really, because we have a lot of podcast episodes to fill before well, no, we get race cars. But I went to the FAP shop when I was up in Canada and actually got to see our race car. It's nice you got an invite. Uh, I wasn't really invited, per se. I just... Oh, like, you just... Uh, like, I'm just in the like, neighborhood. I'm so, in town. I, I wanna, yeah. yeah. If you were in Toronto, That's you would have also been welcome. That's but, fair. Uh, yeah. So I swung by, and the car is there, and the guy's... And girls at the shop are working flat out because, you know, most of the cars have already been on track at Daytona earlier in December. We didn't have a car yet. So they're just going through the whole thing, nut and bolting everything, making, you know, whatever little changes we need to make it, you know. For, so you just for showed up and out. distracted people who were working hard. Dude, I, I don't there know. Were like people who like had stuff to do and you were just like, hey, stop focusing on that because I need an ego boost. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's weird to me that you don't oh know that my God. about me. My nickname at a race shop is the productivity sponge because I just I walk <laughs> into the shop and immediately I just suck all the productivity out of the room. And like it's a known thing. Um, so that's what I kind of did. I did like it's funny because I was bugging. Wow, hi, I'm James. Point. I'm so popular. Everyone wants to talk to me and stop. Working. No, 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 no. I'm so annoying. I just go around and bug Ooh, people while I'm working. <laughs> you just get you one race this weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just pure. Do I know who my heroes are? Some people call them just heroes. <laughs> I hate you so much. See, this will be the promo. We get them in here, and then they're like, wait, this one's about a dog dying? What the <laughs> So messed up. But no, like, literally, I was bugging Andrew, our engineer, and at one point, he was just, like, not turning around from his computer and was flat out be like, yeah, I know, I got to, like, get all this stuff in because, you know, we're heading into Christmas, and if I don't get these designs done, no one's going to get it made in time. And I'm like message received buddy you keep up the good work and just like slowly walked out of his office so then we bought a bunch of then we bought a bunch of pizza and a bunch of beer and had it all come to the shop and we had a great oh good so you distracted them more it was distracting them by taking them away and then ensuring that their work was subpar after with the beer at least their productivity at least their productivity the next day was down it wasn't that many beers this affects you too hmm Maybe I've been doing this whole racing thing wrong all these years. Maybe I've conducted myself in a poor fashion. You know when Alex hangs out with the with the engineers in the off season, 
they go, they hang out all the time, right? It's, you know, not when they're busy. Sure. Currently, I don't have an engineer, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In theory, no, that, yeah. that challenges yeah. that theory a little bit. Um, yeah, because James is hanging out with the guy who hires people. I don't think James knows that. Oh, no, I don't. Mm. I don't think he yeah. actually is doing the hiring either. Anyway, um, mm. yes. So I got to go hang at the shop. It was great to see everybody. Meet a bunch of the crew. See the car. Car looks awesome. Is wrap. it? Is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Looks How good. much plaid is there? Names on the door. Guys, wait. What day does this come out? This come out on the twenty eighth. Thursday the twenty eighth. Yeah. So on Saturday the thirtieth. Uh, they're doing a livery reveal. So follow FAF Motorsports on social okay. media if you want to see Sweet. the reveal. And right. if you're in the Toronto area, there's actually an open house at the shop starting 10 a.m. So everyone's welcome to come by, check out the car, meet the crew, buy some merch, whatever you want to do. Uh, so if you're in the Toronto area, December 30th, livery reveal at the shop. Uh, but yeah, tune in because we're unveiling the livery. But yeah, it looks cool. And there may or okay. may not be some plot involved. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very excited um so yeah i mean tim you so desperately want to talk about racing like what what did you have to ask like what, what i just figured know? there was something to talk about getting ready for the next thing i don't mm-hmm. know man we started this episode on a pretty big downer i thought we should end with some racing so mm. i read something um the other day that i thought was kind of funny it was a it was an article so i guess both ferrari f1 drivers contracts are up at the end of next year and mm-hmm. so I read this one article and it was, you know, the team principal, Fred Vassour saying, yeah, you know, we had planned on having our driver's stuff sorted before the end of the year, but we just got super busy with upgrades and this, that, and the other, whatever, but I'm sure we'll figure it out soon. Do you Which know how much thing- work it takes to mess up strategy every weekend? <laughs> so, so yeah, fair. So, um, but it was just, it was a weird thing to say like, oh yeah, we'd meant to do that, but we didn't like, that's a pretty big deal to just not do. And it feels like a weird thing to say. And then like three articles down, there's an article from, or an interview or like an article with quotes from Carlos Sainz saying like, yeah, yeah I really, uh, I really don't want to start the season. I really don't like starting seasons without knowing where I'm driving the following season. And I mean, I'm not a really big fan of one-year deals. I want at least a two-year deal. I'm like, yeah, man. What? Why do you he's never just, say that? He's just discovered job security as a concept. Right. He thinks he's the first one to figure it out. Like, like he just Columbus to America job security. Like, not going to be with the team. Normally, you don't know that until at least midway through the year. That's pretty typical. So to already know where you're going to be the following season means you're pretty much staying with the same team. And to say that, oh, yeah, I'm not really happy with just a one-year. So basically you want to say, you're saying you just want to stay at Ferrari for the rest of your career. But it was just like the way it was. Who doesn't? Well, like, it's, (laughs) yeah, man, obviously. Mm. Every driver Mm. wants to know where they're going to be driving 12 months from now and 24 and 36 months from now. That sounds pretty sweet. I don't think you needed to be quoted saying that. I personally like it when people pay me a lot of money to do the thing I love. And I don't really love not knowing if I'm going to get paid a lot of money to do the thing that I love. Or where I'm doing said thing. Profound. It was pretty pretty deep. I thought it was just kind of comical. It was like from the Department of Redundancy Department. Well, no, he he is known for his, you know, good quotes. He does have, he's quotable from time to time. Mm. 
Uh, no yeah. doubt about that. Uh, IndyCar stuff's been fairly quiet. Well, there was the news that IndyCar is coming back to iRacing. That's pretty cool. Was that article? Was it? Was an article about that? Yeah, there was. I was. I know. I saw something about it, but I wasn't. You just wanted I mean, to make it sure wasn't, it wasn't something you weren't supposed to talk about. No, if I know it, you're you're in the clear. <laughs> it wasn't so much an article so much as it was a unnamed Penske executive has said that the they are looking to hopefully get back on iRacing. Podjeransky. Let let's call a spade a spade. iRacing is awesome as a as a sim platform. It's the best out there. Mm. Um, the the community around iRacing is great. All, all the people that are involved in it are great. A little bit mean. They have their great. moments, but like that's yeah. anything online. Um, and yeah, Alex, have you met the internet at large? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> so unless you're listening to this, then you're great. So it's it was a bummer when we were kind of forced into being off of iRacing with the, you know, with the company who shall not be a video game deal that has subsequently gone sideways which is you know a blessing and a curse because the good news is we can go back to iRacing now and i think that helps you know just there's a lot of fans that love associating with indycar and and having that association with iRacing and stuff so that is good news i'm happy about that i think a lot of people in the internet world are happy about that um what else any more surprise driver notes i mean stingray Stingray rob was announced at foyt Yes, but I think we covered that. Um, I wasn't sure if we so yeah. that. I don't think we did. Oh. I think we just did now. Stingray Rob's at Foyt. <laughs> yeah. Stingray Rob's at Foyt, which leaves like the other Foyt seat and then the two coin seats is pretty much the <laughs> well, only Dixon's need. going to coin. Dixon's going to coin. We know that. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's, yeah. It's, and like obviously. I did read, uh, now I remember, I did read an article about how Benjamin Peterson then put out a statement saying, like, welcome to the team, Stingray. But then there was an article saying that there might be more to that. And, like, he's staking his claim to a seat that he might not have. So, I don't know. Watch this space or other spaces for that news. Has he considered just knowing where he's going to drive the next season at the start of the season? He should try that. And he should try to make sure he knows where he's going to drive for several seasons past that. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, maybe maybe still some drama coming out of uh, some more contract drama coming out of IndyCar if that happens. But Coin's been surprisingly quiet, right? Like they haven't been testing a lot of people. I haven't really um, heard a lot of like who's. I mean, I've heard a, I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of names, but but that's typical. That's typical Dale Coin, especially in a hotly contested off-season driver market, right? He that wants is true. To, he wants to be the last two seats um, because his team stands to gain from that. So. This isn't the first rodeo. I mean, he's gone so late as going into the first race of the year with the second car being TBD. I remember that's true. That's true. I do remember, like, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here, but when Connor drove for him, it was like a fairly last minute deal that got put together. And it was basically just a handshake deal. I don't think he ever actually had a contract with Dale, which I love. I think that's awesome that, like, there is still a world in which someone can just, like, when I'll two people, you, two parties I'll can look at each other and be like, here's Connor. the deal, and whatever. What's that? I'll tell you who didn't love that was Connor. Well, yeah, and I understand that part. <laughs> because, like, uh, much like science, he likes to know who he's racing for the next correct. season. But Dale said he was in the car and he kept him in the car. So, you know. Yeah, no, it worked out. It sure did. Um, well, guys, it's I time think that's, for. I think that's the Christmas episode. It's cocktail talk for, well, all of us. Well, you've already started, Tim. Um, Alex has been at his destination for 46 minutes now and has not and, yet had a cocktail. 
Well, it's and not so much that dinner starts in 11 minutes. So dinner starts in 11 minutes. I've got to go finish my dinner. I stopped mid kind of meal. What a guy. This and is how so, devoted we are to this podcast and our guys, wonderful listeners. It, like you have and no, it's, all, it's all for you. It's all I was for you. pretty open to skipping again. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. I hope everyone has a great New Year's Eve and we will be back. Wait, are we back before New Year's Eve? We are not. No, we are not. We'll be back after New Year's Eve and uh, <laughs> we're all about Michigan. And Michigan. And, and Michigan. <laughs> Okay, boys. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Finn. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.